Hi guys, this is your girl Wakeji Kamore and welcome to Reflections by Wakeji Kamore. <laughs> Thank you so much guys for tuning in. Happy Sanda- Sunday and <laughs> I hope that you're having a, a beautiful, beautiful day. I hope that you're having a good day, a good evening, depending on the time that you get to listen to this. I invite you as always to listen and to share this podcast with as many friends as possible. <laughs> So today we'll be covering Numbers chapter 8. And this chapter starts off with the setting of the lamps. So the Lord commanded Moses to instruct Aaron on how the lamps and the light should be set up. All seven lights should light up the area right in front of the lampstands. And Aaron did what he was told and set the lampstands exactly how Moses said and um, how the Lord instructed them to do. So the lampstands were made of hammered gold. And their bodies, as well as the blossoms, are made of the of this fine material. The reason why we are calling them blossoms is because of how that light looks. I don't know whether you guys know how like the Jewish candlelight looks like. Like it has, I don't know what to call them. <laughs> it has, it has a great design. That's all I can say. Not unless I send a photo. But yes, that's why we are calling them blossoms. And they are also made of hammered gold. And the Lord showed Moses this pattern, which Moses followed. So the Lord also told uh, Moses about separating the Levites and he told them, he told him that he should take the Levites and separate them from the Israelites in order to make them ceremoniously clean. He told Moses how the process should be done. He was first supposed to set them apart and then sprinkle water on them in order for them to become purified. The Levites should were to take off their clothes and shave their entire bodies and they were to, uh, they were told to make a sacrifice to the Lord. They did this with a ceremonial bull. And then the Levites were to stand before Aaron and his sons and they were to be presented as a wave offering before the Lord. When the wave offering was done, the Levites had been purified and they were to approach the tent of meeting. They were now the Israelites who were given holy, holy, holy to, to the Lord. The Lord said that they were now given to him in place of the firstborns because all the firstborn males in Israel were gods. He had taken the Levites and put them in place of the firstborns within Israel. And I know you guys remember I was talking about this in one of these chapters in Numbers that we've just uh, read about recently. So the Levites were given to Aaron and his sons as gifts and as people who were to help them um, work in the tent of the meeting. I want to read the last verses um, because I've just done the whole summary of the chapter. But I want to read the last verses of the chapter because this is what I actually want us to focus on. So this is Numbers chapter 7. Um, no, Numbers chapter 8. Sorry, guys. Numbers, number, <laughs> numbers chapter 8. What did I say? We are covering 7. No, I said we are covering... Numbers chapter 8, <laughs> verse 23 to 26. And this is what it says. Then the Lord said to Moses, This is a special command for the Levites. Every Levite man who is 25 years old and older must come and share in the work at the meeting tent. But when a man is 50 years old, he will retire from this hard work. Men who are at least 50 years old will be on duty to help their brothers, but they will not do the work themselves. This is what you must do for the Levites so that they can do their duties so um this is the verse that i want us to focus on and this is the bible of verse in this chapter that speaks about serving god when you are younger 
the Levites were to serve God from the age of 25 to the age of 15. That's 25 good years of service. And then after that, you can retire. You see, the, the thing is, our society, which is which is and can be the worst enemy, <laughs> says that youth is for pleasure. It says that middle age is for business and old age is for religion. While the Bible says youth, middle age, old age are all for our creator. I literally had a conversation last week with one of my contractors and he told me that he wants to get saved when he is old and probably on his deathbed. And that just made me so sad. Like really just made me so sad. I'm like, why would you want to just have a relationship with God for two seconds? So you just want to get born again so that you can get to go to heaven. But you don't want to have a relationship with God. Like that just blew my, like it just made me so sad, honestly. So today I'm going to give you four reasons as to why it is important to know God and to serve him in your youth. But I actually want to insist on knowing God and having a relationship with God. It is great to serve God. But to serve God, you must have known him and have a relationship with him for you to serve him. You can't be serving someone you don't have even a relationship with. So let's let's get to into, into it. So reason number one is because our youth years are the most energetic years that we have. Why should we wait until we are old, until our gas is almost empty before having a relationship with God who created us? In our youth, our bodies are strong, our minds are sharp and clear, our enthusiasm is bright and our resolve is determined. In our youth, we can do so much for God. So let's not waste our energetic years doing other stuff, but to know God and to have a relationship with Him. Number two is because our youth years are the most sensitive years that we have. Have you ever noticed that many people who get saved, get saved either between their primary years and high school years, but once they go to university, the salvation rate becomes lower. Like if you were to draw a graph, the salvation rate becomes lower and lower. And then it picks up again at an older age. This is because our youthful years are the sensitive years. We can say that it is easier to believe and to repent when we are younger. It's never easy, but it is easier. And it is easier because we get older as we get older, our hearts get hardened. Our consciences just get like dried up. It's like you have no, you no longer have a conscious. And our the roots of our sins get deeper and deeper. And our deadness, if you are dead inside, we just become deader and deader. <laughs> For lack of better word. So yes, let us use our youthful sensitivity and receptivity to be intentional about our relationship with God. Number three is that our youth ears are the most teachable ears that we have. We learn more in our youth. That is in any period of, I mean, than in any other period of our lives. And that's true for all subjects, <laughs> but especially true in godly instructions. All the Christians I have met who were converted to Christianity or became, you know, born again and became believers later in life has, have expressed a huge regret about how little they know about God, how little they have, you know, they know about the word of God and how little that they can learn even now. My challenge is use your teachable ears to read the word of God and to understand it and to practice it so that then when you're older, you are like a wealth of wisdom. Yet you have 
I mean, a word of encouragement for every season from from the word of God. You have a word of um, a word from for every season of someone who I mean, you have you're just like a wealth of wisdom and a wealth of knowledge of God and a wealth of you know just having a relationship with God and saying God is faithful because He was faithful in these years, these years, these years of like you have just a lot more experience when you're older. So yes, use your teachable years of God to your teachable years of your youth to read the word of God and to understand it and to practice it. Number four is that our youth years are the most dangerous years of our lives. <laughs> young youth years are like, young years are like mind minefield years. I mean, we have hormones, we have peer pressure, we have alcohol, we have drugs, we have pornography, immolarity, we have testosterone, etc, etc. <laughs> and only a few people navigate these years without blowing up here and there. Dangers are bound every side when you're younger and on the inside as well. These are the years that we need God to keep us and to carry us through this battlefield. Remember also your creator in the days of your youth, before the evil days come and the years draw near of which you will say, I have no pleasure in them. Ecclesiastes chapter 12 verse 1, it says, remember also your creator in the days of your youth, before the evil days come and the years draw near of which you will say, I have no pleasure in them. Do not fall into enemy's trap. Please do not fall into enemy's trap when he says that youth is for pleasure, that middle age is for business and old age is for religion. Because all the years, all years are years that you can know God and have a relationship with him. But there is a bigger benefit. There is more benefit when you know him and when you have a relationship with him from when you are younger. This is your girl Wakeji Kamore and this has been Reflections by Wakeji Kamore.